Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only, and I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com, and if you want to join... All you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written, published article, Who Was at the Helm? From 1965, it's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage show from 324.94, the earliest show in the archive, 324.94. My interview with Donald Trump from 110.2011. 110.2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. And you might hate me for doing this, and you're entitled to hate me. 
issue and direct all that anger and hatred at our government. They are betraying young people like me. I would love to be there if they did their lawful duty to their own citizens. How many more people have to say we don't have a livable future if you continue licensing oil and gas for you to listen? Why does it take young people like me up on a gantry on the M25 for you to listen? When you just heard that screaming girl in England was our future in the West, she makes occasional cortex sound like Margaret Thatcher, doesn't she? She's a member of the extremely crazy Just Stop Oil protest, and they stop traffic on a major roadway in England, block bridges, other roadways. She broke down in tears as she was explaining and crying, I'm here because I don't have a future. Now, with the record turnout from Generation Z voters, these are the types of insane people who will be shaping the future of our nation and will bring about the death of the West. America's death is more akin to an assassination. You see, Biden's policies are taking us down a hole that I'm really not sure we can ever get out of. President Biden is like a destructive child who takes apart a priceless watch that was carefully passed down to him. That would be our nation. And without regard for the value of what he holds, Biden recklessly scatters the pieces on the floor and then can't put them back together again. Failing to learn from his mistakes, this destructive child moves on to another room where he finds yet another watch to take apart. Once again, Biden cannot put the pieces back together. That doesn't stop him from tearing apart yet another costly timepiece until all that's left are the pieces of discarded, functionless, precious watches lying at his feet. What's worse is that nobody on the Republican side has been able to stop him before he destroys again. I've been watching in stunned amazement as Biden the destroyer systematically takes apart America piece by piece while the complicit fifth column government media complex and the lapdog political leaders remain silent. Joe Biden is tearing down everything that was built before he was even a glint in his father's eye. Look no further than the fundamental requirement to preserve America's borders and national security. Despite the massive opposition to illegal immigration into America, he has done nothing to stop this flood. In fact, he has opened the borders like a broken spigot. Biden, the destroyer, has said that open borders are the future of America. The traitor in chief effectively erased our borders and compromised our sovereignty. Didn't Biden take an oath to uphold our laws? Didn't Biden take an oath to defend our borders against all enemies, both domestic and foreign? Without clearly defined borders, anyone can waltz right into America, including those who are killing us while we sleep. Without borders, there's no nation. Wouldn't such a statement saying we have open borders amount to an act of treason? What's more, there's talk in Washington, D.C. that Biden will continue to use various executive actions to unilaterally grant mass amnesty to the millions of illegal aliens that he has permitted into this nation. But Biden, the destroyer, is not satisfied. He has fundamentally dismantled the military with wokeness. He is trying to destroy our nuclear capability while Russia is threatening to use nuclear weapons. You might be thinking, oh, come on, Michael, you lost the election. You're way off the mark here. 
Biden is just a regular guy with a wife and a dog who wants to make things better for the poor. Biden's no socialist, you think? He's just doing the best he can for the nation. You're wrong. While Biden's Robin Hood persona is the popular view, it's inaccurate, as we have all seen. Biden is robbing from the middle class to give to the rich. You may want to read that again. Contrary to how it's been sold, there's no money falling down from the rich to the bottom to the poverty stricken. Don't take my word for it. The evidence is everywhere. Millions of families in the middle class have lost their homes either to inflation or a short sale because they can no longer make their mortgage payments. The middle class is getting poorer, not richer. I'd like to chalk up this disturbing trend as nothing more than ineptness on his part, but it's not. I want to be very clear. The trickle of poverty and the meltdown of our economy is quite by design. The sooner you accept that fact, the greater the chance we have of saving the nation, at least what's left of it. You see, Biden has said he's trying to pass a systemic revolution in the United States of America. What do I mean by that? He is shrinking the middle class in order to create the socialist utopia of a two-class society. The ruling elite, meaning the bureaucrats and the workers. In other words, your president, Robin Hood Biden, has orchestrated an elaborate Ponzi scheme to scam the middle class. You've been taken. In spite of his speeches about looking out for the little guy, you are not the targeted beneficiary of his actions. He's just playing another game of two-card Monte. Forget what he's telling you. It's all fraudulent. As I've always said, follow the money. Tell me where Biden's done anything good for the average person. He is a reverse Robin Hood, a modern twist on the mythological character packaged and sold to the sheeple he is exploiting. Make no mistake about it. Unlike previous presidents who consulted with Congress seeking its cooperation to implement new initiatives, this president operates as if his wishes are the law of the land and he uses any means necessary to get his way. Why? Because he's living in a dream world, acting as if his wishes are the sole determinant for the future of America. But then again, you got to understand, I have a bias. I was born in another time and come from another generation. I come from a time in our history where all politicians, regardless of their political stripe, drew a line in the sand when it came to issues of national security and national safety. None of them intentionally engaged in policies that would leave the nation naked and vulnerable to those who are harming us. If they did advance such views, they either remained unelected or were thrown in prison. What a different world it is today. So much has happened in just two generations. America has gone from Eisenhower to Biden in just two generations. So you see, the future of America hangs in the balance like a loose tooth. The more you look at America's problems, the more it looks like Lady Liberty is suffering from terminal cancer. Patriots like you and me are oncologists. Every limb of the body politic that we look at, we see that the cancer has spread. Is that an overstatement? Far from it. Name one organ of government that isn't infected with this mad progressivism, mad Marxism, and mad pacifism that I have dissected for you over the years. Now, more than at any time in our history, we're in danger of losing our freedom and our national identity to the gang of Marxist thugs who have taken over our government for personal gain. The Biden administration will stop at nothing to exert total control over every aspect of our lives. 
It promises to sentence all of us to life without parole in the cradle-to-grave prison that is socialism slash Marxism. Yes, Lady Liberty has been poisoned with the cancerous toxins of liberalism. Left unchecked, her voice will be silenced and her shining beacon of hope and freedom will be forever extinguished. And while the nation that our forefathers fought and died for may be hanging in the balance, that doesn't necessarily mean America is destined to go out with a whimper. Can America be saved? I'll let you decide. I'm Michael Savage. Michael Savage, a host like no other. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This weekend, I was also shocked to see the story about the crypto crook, Sam Bankman-Fried, and I talked about it. I was so fired up, I recorded the video you're about to hear on apparent corruption reaching to the highest levels of offices in our country. These people are selling our country down the drain and assassinating America, and I hold nothing back. Why don't you listen and tell me what you think? Make believe it's a jazz piece in a nightclub in the 1950s, and the musicians were warming up, getting the sound set on the stage. I mean, everything I do is sort of like 50s club stuff. This title is The Assassination of America. Pelosi and her gang just assassinated the United States of America. Let me begin with what I began with. The rules, Michael's rules. One, never trust anyone who shows up to a business meeting in an undershirt. Two, particularly don't trust anyone who shows up to a business meeting wearing shorts, like this crypto kleptomaniac. Get it? Get it? Trust no one who shows up at a business meeting in an undershirt. Number two, trust especially no one who shows up wearing shorts like this guy, Sam Bankman-Fried, who charmed Washington, then his crypto empire imploded. And he bought off all of the major Democrats. He's a very smart boy. Number two, never trust anybody with a hyphenated last name. They're the most dangerous. So Bankman-Fried, Clipto Klepto clobbered. And he's the son of two Stanford law professors. And his mama bear, the Stanford Lure mama, raised tons of money for the Democrats. And this bastard, pardon me, the man in the shorts who made billions of dollars and suddenly it disappeared. He doesn't know where it is. Whoops. Whoops. Now, I have cryptophobia. I've never put a dime in cryptocurrency. I never would. I never did. As it bad enough that we have paper currency, but it's somehow it's a fiat currency in a certain way. It has value. I'm a gold person. It's real. Okay. I never trusted this uh, ethereal stuff, but let's put that aside. Money disappears. Son of two Stanford law professors. He was the second largest donor to Joe Biden and the gang next to the evil George Soros. And he funded all the left wing causes. And many of you don't understand how billionaires could or would fund left-wing causes. I've tried to explain it to you before. It's called protexia in Israel. You're buying protection. 
What does that mean? If you give money to put DAs in like Alvin Bragg in New York, who releases animals on the streets, so they mug you, throw you in front of subway cars, hide, uh, carjack you, punch your grandmother in the nose, what you're doing is terrorizing the population so that the DA doesn't go after you. See, he focuses on... <laughs> Do you follow what I'm saying? By releasing the animals in the streets, they keep us intimidated. They're their street thugs. I've told you that before, how it works. But on top of it all, if you give all this money to these corrupt district attorneys, like Soros did, they won't go after you. So you can keep robbing the public blind. Okay, so we'll go on from there. Right, Jeremiah was a prophet. He was my grandfather. I knew him personally, not a bad guy. You didn't want to talk to him early in the morning before a first cup of coffee. Crypto Klepto Clobbered was my title yesterday. He's the son of two Stanford law professors. So there's more to it. His girlfriend, the crypto guy, crypto guy, again, don't trust anyone with an undershirt at a business meeting. Number two, trust no one, particularly who shows up at a business meeting in shorts, like this hyphenated Sam Bankman Freed. He shows up in shorts to show he's a wild, crazy genius. Get it? And guys like Bill Clinton lap it up because they get guilt. Plenty of guilt comes in. He, he threw all the money at all the top Democrats. Right? Smart boy, chick. Oh, you're a smart boy. Your grandfather would be so proud of you, Sam. Will he get away with this? Who's to stop him now? Well, we have an attorney general. We have a Republican Party. Do you understand... Now what happened? Somebody wrote the other day, there's a difference between a vote and a ballot. You voted, but what was counted was the ballots, boys and girls. We no longer live in America. It was assassinated by Nancy Pelosi and Moonshine Mitch. I gave him a new name yesterday, Moonshine Mitch. Why do I call Mitch McConnell Moonshine Mitch? I used to call him the gobbler because of the neck. But that didn't do the job. Because it dawned on me that Kentucky was famous for moonshine in the age of prohibition. And I thought it was a nice moniker. Moonshine, like a Damon Runyon character, Moonshine Mitch. Not meant in a negative way much. So Moonshine Mitch, how many times do I have to explain to you why Moonshine Mitch threw the election with Nancy Pelosi? Because Moonshine is the minority leader of the Senate. His worst nightmare would be for the Republicans to have won the Senate because he would have been thrown out and lost his power. Because then there would have been a majority in the Senate. They would have got rid of him because he's so corrupt. Or let us say weak. Whatever you want to say, he's not weak. He's very smart. And they would have gotten rid of him. <laughs> so now he retains the minority leadership. And he works with Nancy to continue the Stakito bust-out. For those of you who know The Sopranos, the Stakito bust-out was a famous segment in The Sopranos. Does anyone remember the Stakito bust-out? Raise your hand if you know what the Stakito bust-out. Anyone ever watch The Sopranos? Still one of the best shows ever done in history. Gabagool, okay, good, Gabagool. The Stakito bust-out was when Tony Soprano and the gang, they had a friend who they grew up with who built up a huge sporting goods store, like a big, big one, you know, like a bond-sized sporting goods store. Became a successful local businessman, but he was a degenerate gambler. I forget his name. He comes to Tony, says he wants in on the private card game, and Tony says, don't do it because these are high stakes games and I can't protect you if you lose. The guy says, I know, but I'm good. Tony says, are you sure now? Because it was his friend from childhood. But as you well know, the gangsters, they'd rob their mother for $2. 
okay, guy comes in a game and he loses a huge amount of money. So he doesn't have the money to pay. So what does he do? He gives the business over to the gang, the corrupt Italian gang under Tony Soprano. And what do they do? They bust out the Stiquito sporting goods store. They start selling the goods out of the back of the store. They sell airline tickets on the credit card line until eventually there's nothing left in the store. Now you understand what America is today. You're doing a good job, Davey. Right, Davey. We are the Stiquito sporting goods store to Nancy Pelosi. Oh, Ramsey Outdoor. See, I got the experts now. So America's like Ramsey Outdoor sporting goods. And what they've done is they've, they've emptied out the sporting goods store. We can no longer make ammunition for our howitzers. We've given it all to uh, St. Zelensky. Did you know that we no longer have artillery shells? We have to buy, buy them. <laughs> we can't make artillery shells. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. So they're busting out the Ramsey Sporting Goods store. And we're going back now to my Twitter feed. I like Twitter more than any other site, actually, because since we've been let out of Twitter f- jail, when they got rid of the third world filth that was uh, censoring it, the vermin that they brought in from Pakistan and India, who grew up in countries without freedom of speech, that's who was running Twitter. And they would censor people like me because they could. And they loved it. They made millions of dollars making sure you couldn't hear me. It was called... Um, shadow banning these third world filth are gone now and thank god for musk i'm a fan of elon i don't care what he does i like the guy so i'm enjoying the freedom and we had one million impressions on the link to the story about the uh, crypto bust out and he gave all his money to the democrats along with moonshine mitch so this was put up by someone I don't know called at J-A-G-O-E Capital, who knows the inside track of all of this stuff. And he said, do you know this? Alameda CEO at Caroline Capital has a dad, Glenn Ellison, who was the department head of economics at MIT. So, OK, now this girl, Caroline Ellison, is the, un- the guy in the shorts, his girlfriend. She ran a- another company in Alameda where a lot of the money was uh, funneled, apparently. The crypto money was hidden in her fund. But prior to getting appointed to the Security Exchange Commission, the SEC, Gary Gensler, another wonderful Sanhedrin, was a professor for the practice of global economics and management at MIT. I went to Stanford. I went to MIT. And what'd you become? A low-life degenerate scumbag. A low-life degenerate scumbag from MIT is what he became. Now, who is he? Well, you have to read more. Her father was the teacher of this guy. So it's that interwoven, boys and girls. Study it carefully. So the crypto klepto who got clobbered really didn't get clobbered. He transferred the money to his girlfriend's crypto company. And her daddy, her daddy is the department head of economics at MIT. And he's a good friend of the head of the SEC which is why they were able to get away with this. In addition to that, they bought off all the Democrats so they won't be touched. Remember in the 50s, there was a show, The Untouchables on TV? 
until Elliot Ness came along. On hand to watch the mobster leave was Elliot Ness, chief of the unique federal squad known as the Untouchables, the special unit that had worked for 18 months to bring Al Capone to justice. For these men, the end of the Capone career was just the beginning of another era of violence. Guess what, boys and girls? There's no Elliot Ness. Elliot Ness is long dead. Long dead. There'll be no repercussions of this thievery. This is like, uh, what's his name? Madoff. There's another Madoff job in the crypto world. Madoff made off very well till he wound up in prison. Then he fetched in jail the, another one. How did we go from Einstein to, uh, to this group in my generation? You know, when I grew up, there were people I looked up to. Look what we have now, this filth, this gutter garbage. Look at the filth that's emerged. Look at what we have, this filth now in shorts and undershirts. We had great people. And look what happened. How did this happen? What was it in the water, the fluoride? Marijuana? Marijuana has poisoned the minds of tens of millions of people. That's why they're legalizing it as fast as they can. She's not related to Larry Ellison, no. I, that's why I looked up her name. The girlfriend of the guy in the shorts, the crypto guy, is that her name is Ellison. But not related to Larry. So, Jeremiah was a prophet. And we used to have prophets, great men in science, Einstein. And we went from Einstein to who's the, who's the, uh, the one who raped everyone and was in jail now? We went from Einstein to Weinstein in one generation. So this one, the crypto klepto, who's on the run now, hiding in the Bahamas, where is he this morning? Anyone know? How do we go from Einstein to Harvey Weinstein in one generation? My mother would say, when I grew up, it's a funny thing. So we would read, they had the day of three newspapers in the house. Not the New York Times. We were poor. We didn't read the Times. That was for rich people. Put it under their arm on the subway to show they were smart. We read the News, the Mirror, and the American. And the New York Post, four papers. My father was not an educated man, but he was a man who liked to know what was going on. And I would say, Dad, why do you read four newspapers a day? He said, because they all have different opinions, and I like to make up my own mind. He was smart. An immigrant who was smart. There are such people. I met a lot of Mexicans who are super smart, who do not speak English very well. They're very smart people, for example. I met Guatemalans, who are shorter than me, who could cut your throat in two seconds if you say the wrong thing to them. You know, they come from a, a very, very militant background. Very smart people. Doesn't matter that they don't speak our language. They speak their language, some of them, very well, indeed. And they know what's going on. So I'm a person who, like you, you judge people, don't you? You judge everyone you meet, whether it's the man on the street or someone you know. We're always judging other people and saying, oh, I don't judge. Bullshit. Everyone. I love that was the 60s way to disarm you. Don't be judgmental by all of the communists here in Marin County, the women. Oh, don't be judgmental while they were judging you by saying you're being judgmental. You didn't catch that. You had to have a quick mind to get the fact that they were putting you down and controlling you. Don't be judgmental. Humans judge others. That's how we survive. I had a friend who was a neuropsychiatrist who I don't know anymore. He went off in the wind somewhere. But he said to me, I ran into him walking on a road one. And we became friends for a while and I lost track of him. I don't know where he is. A very smart man. And he said, I said, how come you and I became friends so quickly? He said, because we judge People we meet in a millisecond, that's our survival instincts. And I said, what do we base the judgment on? How does our camera 
judge the person we just met in a millisecond. He said, based upon our experiences, our ancestral memory, and our knowledge of people. In a millisecond, we judge people. See? So we all judge people immediately. And that's why I say, never trust a grown man who wears an undershirt at a business meeting, and particularly never trust a grown man who wears shorts at a business meeting, like the crypto klepto freed. That, that's my new conclusion. That could be a joke if I were Lenny Bruce, but many of you won't even understand it. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. So I said they did it again. Why no runoff elections? Democrats stole every election. I know we don't have runoffs in our system, but you would think after all the past stolen elections, I wrote, the pubs, I no longer call them Republicans. I call them pubs because it symbolizes drunkards in a pub. The pubs would have put in place a fail-safe system, runoffs required if the results are within a certain small range of separation. Made too much sense to Moonshine Mitch, right? Elliot Spritzer was another one. He started the ball rolling. You know how stupid Spritzer was, the governor of New York? The guy saw hookers and paid by credit card. Could you imagine what a putz that was running New York State? How does New York keep electing idiots like that? The guy sees hookers and he bills it on a credit card, doesn't think he'll get caught. I love it. So America didn't die. America was assassinated by Pelosi and Moonshine Mitch with money from guys like Soros, in my opinion, and now this one, the guy in the shorts, the crypto Ghanif, the son of two Stanford law professors. Okay, so... Within the next few months, the United States is projected to import more agricultural products and exports for the first time in history. I want to focus on the food for a minute because I've told you before in all my years with you that people don't revolt until they're starving. And we've been fat and happy in America until Joe Biden came along. And now we're about to go into a new phase that you'll never believe happened. It's happening in front of your eyes, but you don't care. You got all the pot you want, all the porn you want, and all the pig you want. The three P's. Pot, porn, and pig, meaning pork. Mmm, bacon and eggs. Mmm, pork chops. Mmm, ham sandwich. Mmm, pot. Mmm, legal pot. So I did a podcast on Friday, which I'm not going to go into now. I'm trying to warn you again. The reason they're legalizing marijuana, and I say it should be decriminalized, not legalized, two different things. I try to explain to you that it's not your grandmother's pot, it's not your father's pot, it's not your mother's pot, which had a THC content of about 2%. Now it's up to 30, 40, 50%. And the ER rooms, don't believe me, believe the ER doctors are seeing psychosis cases over and over again of people stoned out of their minds on marijuana and they go insane. Psychotic breaks. Ask any ER doc, don't trust me at all. Don't trust me at all. Trust them. So we have heroic suicides, heroic homicides. Where do you think this violence epidemic is coming from? The high amounts of marijuana being smoked. So we had a guest on, and she wrote a book dedicated to her son, who had been a straight-A student, started dab dabbing, which is a super high concentrated dose of, of THC. Pin drop is more than three joints. And he started to get crazy. I said, did he show signs before he killed himself? She said, yeah. He started to distrust us. He used to be the most loving son. 
And then he hated us. Then he'd lock himself in his room. And he went to college. College. I went to college. College. I went away to college to learn how to be a degenerate drug user. I went to college. And uh, poor kid threw himself off an eight-story dorm room because he was high on marijuana. He thought he could fly. So she wrote a great book on it. Please, please do me a favor. Just listen to my podcast. I don't want to repeat it for you. I know many of you are like, you think it's great, the greatest stuff in the world, and good for pain. All right, good. Do what you want, but study it before you get into it more. So no runoff elections. The crypto Ghanif is on the run. His girlfriend had up a thing called Alameda Capital, where some of the money was allegedly funneled. And her father is the head of economics at MIT. And the head of the SEC, Gary Gensler, who should have prosecuted this guy when the situation was brought to his attention, Gary Gensler did nothing related to them socially. They're all related socially. And there's Bill Clinton and Tony Blair sitting with the, this schmuck with shorts, telling them a story with an iPhone in his hand. Totally captivated, because obviously he smeared them both off. Uh, FTX smeared off all of the top Dems to protect themselves. So what does this have to do with marijuana? Everything and nothing. So what would you like me to tell you right now? Tell me what you want me to talk about, because there's nothing left to say. America is over. And what's coming, you're not going to believe. Because when it finally appears, you'll say it can't happen here. And I'll say it did happen here. I try to warn you. So what else did I want to tell you? One of my listeners sent me an interesting email about Magalomania. He called it Magalomania. And he's a Trump supporter. I know it's like, oh, oh you're attacking Trump. Let me read it to you first. He called it Magalomania. And Robert Millay says, I've been leaning towards DeSantis for a while now. MAGA is about a nation, not any man. You're right, Michael. Right. MAGA is about a man called Trump not about a nation. He said, people, the majority went nuts in disbelief back when Trump endorsed Oz, questioned his decisions. Look what happened, defeated by a drooling lurch. Right. I never liked Oz. I never trusted him for a number of reasons. But he lost to the drooling lurch. How could you lose to a drooling lurch? Well, they stole the election, but he didn't run a very good campaign, Oz, at all. He stood for nothing. And th let me go back to this for a minute and give you lesson number 53,000 today. What was the Republicans' message other than get uh, Hunter Biden? Nothing. I had no message. It should have been borders, language, culture. And, and ha over people do not vote in negative. They don't vote on the negative that Hunter Biden's a bad guy. That's all the schmucks had. Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden. Elect me and I'll get Hunter Biden. If you elect me, I'll get Hunter Biden. If you elect him, he won't get Hunter Biden. That's why I say, elect me and I'll get Hunter Biden. Elect him and he won't get Hunter Biden. So elect me, so I'll get Hunter Biden. There's nothing about America in it. So who, oh, I vote for these schmucks. So a lot of Republicans didn't even show up. The Democrats were motivated by abortion. Oh, yeah, see. The old hags who are no longer of reproductive age, especially were animated by it. I saw the signs, row, 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 you vote. The women who ceased having sex in 1971 were more animated over the abortion issue than you could imagine. 
I think I, I'll never understand it, but it motivated them, especially the old hags in Marin County. They all had row, row, row your vote sign. He went on to say MAGA was the right movement, but being a 2020 election curmudgeon stuck on a man and his often mind clouding ego makes one a megalomaniac. Followers akin to those of a Benny Hinn. He said, Michael, independent criticism has always been the savage way. Never stop. OK, I read that one for you. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. But I want you to catch up on what's just happened to the country. It was assassinated right in your lifetime. Now, I've gone on for quite a while now. What is coming, you will never believe. Pelosi, who you thought was gone, is going to come back worse than ever. She wants to raise the debt limit so they can rape the country even more. It wasn't enough what they stole. They want to rob money that doesn't even exist anymore. There's, I don't know how to explain it to you. Do you know that there are people who have a pathology for thievery and they can't stop robbing? In other words, no amount of money is enough for them because it's not about the money. It's about stealing the money and getting away with it. It gives them a sexual thrill. That's what the Democrats are. It's like a sexual thrill robbing the treasury and robbing the middle class blind and laughing at you, knowing they're getting away with it, you can't do shite about it. So America was assassinated. The battle is over. I know you say, oh, you're a defeatist. Well, for now it's over. Where are you gonna go from here? Tell me where you're gonna go from here. You're telling me two more years? Did you notice Joe Biden, by the way, the stumbling and bumbling stopped after they sort of stole it again? He went from like, even his gait got better. That's why I was along the, the years, I thought maybe it was a big Chin Giganti job where he was going to appear in a bathrobe and a, and a nightshirt. Remember the shuffle I said was a sign of dementia? And then the quick hop to the airplane to show he was spry. He's not even doing that anymore. He got better. He, the guy got better when they stole this election. It, it healed him. It was healing. He got away with it again. So his, his disease regressed. Amazing what a little thievery can do for a person. So um, here we are the next day. Cordes Masto defeats Laxalt in Nevada. She defeated him like, yeah. Pelosi claims Republicans disgraceful. Mayorkas deports deputy amid migrant flood. Yeah, Mayorkas, our great chief of the border. Alec Baldwin sues four Russ crew members to clear his name in fatal film set shooting. So you got a lawyer, probably a real smart one from Brooklyn. Another one who went to MIT, probably. No, this one must have gone to Harvard Law. And he figured, look, Alan, they're about to indict you in New Mexico. The crackers are going to get you. Let's, we know that the best defense is a good offense. So we'll sue the people who gave you the gun. And we'll say they gave it to you loaded and you didn't know it. I didn't know. There was a song about this. She didn't know the gun was loaded. So that's, this is on Breitbart. These are the stories um, with the undershirts. Oh, what else? I don't think I can read any more nor stories. Albanians protest migrant crackdown in London cover Churchill statue with Albanian flag. Oh, the immigrants are just wonderful. Cover a Churchill statue with Albanian flag. Isn't that wonderful? Migrants, I love the word migrants, illegal alien scum clash with French police in Dunkirk as they try to reach Britain. 
There's no England anymore. Climate crusader Harrison Ford pilots private jet from New York to Tennessee to L.A. for wife's birthday celebration. (laughs) It's not even funny anymore. MSNBC panelist floats exciting Liz Cheney, Stacey Abrams ticket. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Well, I don't know what else to say to you. America was assassinated. The crypto Ghanif is on the run. Where is he? Anyone find out where the crypto Ghanif went? If I have to look at Chuck Schumer one more day, I think I'm going to actually get nauseous. Is there hope for America? I'd like to conclude by saying yes, but I won't. Pelosi and Mitch McConnell assassinated America. Where we will be in two years is anyone's guess. We can't even produce ammunition for our howitzers. We've sent it all to St. Zelensky in Ukraine so he can keep killing Russians. Have you ever seen a diplomat go over there? Did, did anyone send the diplomat to stop the war? Where, where's the diplomacy to stop the war? There is no diplomacy. It's murder, murder, killing, killing. It's like World War I all over again. And it's only just begun. Have a nice day, not. Michael Savage, a host like no other. This weekend, I also appeared on Newsmax TV talking about the election, where I outlined how moonshine Mitch McConnell, I think, intentionally threw the election against the Republicans for the Democrats. What do you think about that one? Here to weigh in is the host of The Michael Savage Show, Michael Savage. Uh, Michael, uh, his daughter's getting married. I believe that's why the pres- former president's not leaving uh, there tonight. But your take, uh, general take on where we're at in this uh, cycle of Trump, DeSantis, mid- post-midterms. Is DeSantis now the guy? Do we stick with Trump? Your take. Thanks, Mike. This is about a nation, not about any man. And, and I'll continue by saying I supported Trump way back when he's done so much to electrify the electorate but i'm a realist and there's a saying i learned many years ago mike you want to be right or you want to be smart meaning do we want to win an election or do you want to say okay we're behind trump because he did so much for us i believe that DeSantis is the future and again i'll repeat this is about a nation not about a man Now, DeSantis is a younger man. That's a very big factor. DeSantis, if he wins, could uh, run again. That would give us eight years of DeSantis. If Trump runs again, even if he won, which is highly doubtful, he'd only have four years and they would harass him from day one. Now, of course, they'll harass DeSantis as well. Uh, I don't think there's much baggage in the background of DeSantis. Of course, that won't stop the Pelosi team from inventing it. But again, I got to say, he's a young man, he could win, and then he could run for another term. Now, I believe that Trump's endorsements didn't help very much. We all know that many of us picks one on a lower level, but not on the senatorial level. And people are saying enough is enough here, something's wrong. So what happened during this election is uh, the guess of many people are, they're taking it from every different angle. I brought up the abortion issue. Some people have criticized me and said that's not the reason that the Republicans lost. I would say that there was no messaging. What the hell are the Republicans run on? Did you hear them say anything positive? All it was was Hunter, 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 Hunter. 
That's all we heard. Nobody votes for somebody who's that negative. What if instead, Mike, they had come out with my mantra of elect us and we'll restore our borders, language and culture? So there was no messaging from the Republicans. None of them really had a message other than everything's bad. Everything is going to go to hell. Nancy's corrupt, blah, blah, blah. We all know that's true. But people don't vote for a negative. They'll vote for a positive. And they certainly went off the rails with the Hunter deal. He may or may not be corrupt. But the fact is, people didn't want to hear it anymore. It was like a bad advertisement. Now, having said that again, I had said there would be no big red tidal wave right on Newsmax. I think I said it on your show. I think I said it last week on your show or two weeks ago. Uh, The Republicans, or I call them the pubs, frankly, may have thrown the election. Now, why do I make such an astonishing statement that the Republican leadership threw the election? Look no further than Mitch McConnell. He is the minority leader. If the Republicans had won the Senate, he would have been dismissed. He would no longer be minority leader. There'd be a new leader of the Senate. So think about it. From the point of view of personal advancement or personal power, going back to the Bible, McConnell wanted to lose so he could retain his minority status, leading leading the Senate as a minority leader. People say that's impossible. Of course, it's not impossible. People will put themselves above all else. People will put themselves certainly above a party. And as we see, certainly above a nation. Not over yet, though, uh, Dr. Savage, still uh, holding out uh, Republicans, holding out hope that they'll win Nevada and then maybe win that runoff election in Georgia. I I do like to uh, shift uh, gears here with you, though. Uh, There were a number of other referendums put on ballots across the country for these midterms. Maryland and Missouri, both approving recreational marijuana, while states like Arkansas and both North and South Dakota said no, thank you. Uh, What do you think about the reasoning behind these decisions? Well, I know a lot about this subject. I have a PhD in a field related to medicinal chemistry and and such, and I've studied these things for for many, many years. Lethal pot is not the pot of the people listening to this show that they smoked in the 70s. And uh, I'm going to give some facts for people who don't know what I'm saying. Tetrahydrocannabinol levels, that's the active psychoactive ingredient in marijuana in the 60s and 70s, was between 1% and 3% of the marijuana that was smoked, 1% to 3%. In the 80s, it was raised to 3 to 5% with uh, breeding and whatnot of, of the marijuana plants cultivation. Uh, by today, the THC level is 25 to 35%. People are blowing their brains out with THC, and the ER rooms are seeing hundreds and hundreds of marijuana cases a day, mostly psychosis. You have violence that is erupting from this lethal pot. People don't want to accept it, but I'll repeat it over and over and over. Ask any ER doctor. Don't ask me. And they can see increased numbers of people winding up in their ER rooms who are exhibiting psychosis every day. And that is uh, marijuana-induced psychosis. Ask anyone who runs a drug and alcohol treatment center about the marijuana psychosis. 51% of marijuana users themselves profess either having some sort of psychotic or paranoid thinking, it's well known, or hallucinations. And you see this violence epidemic across America, do not dismiss the connection to marijuana. Now, having said all of that, I'm being slammed all over social media by the the potheads and by the pot peddlers, including governments themselves, 
will try to cash in with the taxation. Mark my words, right on this show, Mike, the time will come again that marijuana will be not only limited, probably eliminated. It's not coming soon because the politicians have no uh, advanced thinking. They just follow whoever is leading, whoever throws more money at them. 37 marijuana cases a day of psychosis in one ER room in, in San Diego, hundreds across the country. Don't believe me, believe the ER doctors. And I want to conclude with this. Those of you who want to actually study this a little bit more in an enjoyable way, my podcast that was posted yesterday is about this. It's about lethal pot from a woman whose son was a straight A student. And then she saw him going downhill, becoming hostile to the parents. Ask any parents locking themselves in the room, cursing the parents. This poor boy went from a straight A student. He was dabbing marijuana, dabbing it. It's a dosage issue. It's 80 to 90 percent potency. The kid wound up throwing himself off an eight story building on marijuana. And she wrote a great book on it. Lethal pot is a national disaster right now. And if people think only about uh, their uh, vanity, there's a thing called doobie boobies that is emerging amongst men. If they think only about how they look, they should be worried that they're going to wind up with doobie boobies for marijuana today, trying to be politic, uh, comedic in the political arena, Mike. Yeah. Uh, he is the host of the Michael Savage podcast. Catch, uh, well, those topics and more. Uh, Michael, when, how often do you do the podcast? Monday through Friday? No, no. I only do two big ones a week. They're like little books. Two my, a week. My podcasts are not just talking. They're, they're studious. Excellent. They're or great interviews. They come up on Tuesdays and Fridays wherever great podcasts are. Are, are exhibited and and we're in the top 0.3 percent of all podcasts we're not as famous as some or everywhere but we have a loyal following of hundreds and hundreds of thousands a week absolutely this well, is a great one a great one mike on lethal pot and it's very enjoyable because we put in sound elements like it's a production rather than just grinding out another talking point so i hope people study this issue of lethal pot and have their kids listen to it because if definitely. not what is bad now is going to be much worse in a few years, Mike, honestly. Very important issue. Dr. Michael Savage, thank you for your time tonight. Appreciate it. Thanks for giving me this podium. I appreciate Newsmax and Mike. Absolutely. Believe me, I do. You got it. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.